0: The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Alumni Ventures. Invest with confidence. Discover the power of venture investing with Alumni Ventures, America's largest venture firm for individual investors. Learn more at av.vc. LinkedIn presents.
1: In my 200-plus hot dog journey across the country, I cannot overstate how many quality hot dogs were ruined by poor, bun. Infrastructure. The very worst thing that can happen is for a soft, underprepared bun to turn to liquid gluten in your hands beneath a quality hot dog.
0: Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the next Big Idea Daily. I'm your host, Michael Kovnet, and we're in the thick of it, aren't we? Summer, I mean. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere and you look at that thermometer on the wall, or more likely that app on your phone, you can't deny that things are heating up. So we thought we'd try something different this week on the Next Big Idea Daily. Usually I interview one author of a new nonfiction book and we offer you a little bit of that conversation every day over the course of the week. But this week, you're gonna hear from five, count them, five different authors all on a single theme. The theme we've chosen for the week is how to have a great summer because whether or not you're getting any vacation time this season, whether you're sunbathing on the beach or trying to stay cool in the office, summer has its own special rhythms and rituals. And some of our favorite writers are gonna join us this week to talk about them. To kick things off, let's talk about hot dogs. Now, maybe you had your fill last week on the 4th of July, or maybe you don't eat them at all because you know a little too much about what's inside them, or at least you think you do. But there's little doubt that the humble hot dog has a hallowed place in the American psyche. So one comedian decided to find out for herself just what the deal is with hot dogs. Jamie Loftus is a stand-up, a TV writer, and a podcaster. And for some reason, she decided to spend the summer of 2021 driving around the country with her pets and her then boyfriend, sampling and researching our national culinary treasure. This adventure resulted in a book called Raw Dog, The Naked Truth About Hot Dogs. And here's Jamie to tell us all about it.
1: Hey, my name is Jamie Loftus. I am an Emmy-nominated comedian and writer. In the past, I've worked as a TV writer for shows like Robot Chicken, Teenage Euthanasia, and Star Trek Lower Decks. And I'm also an award-winning podcast host and producer of shows like The Cast, My Year in Mensa, Lolita Podcast, ActCast, and Ghost Church. So today, I'm going to tell you about the main things I learned on my thrilling manic adventure into hot dog world when I was researching and writing Raw Dog. So, empty your stomachs and get excited to learn everything you didn't know that you need to know about America's alleged sweetheart, the hot dog. Every hot dog origin story you've heard is completely made up. Oh, the hot dog origin stories I've heard. There's the one at the baseball game where the vendor gave out little white gloves to hold a hot sausage before realizing perhaps a bun would work better. There's the one where the hot dog and the hot dog cart were invented on the same day. There's the one where it was too rainy for ice cream and peanuts and a concession stand owner improvised. All total lies, but they sound pretty good, right? All these business myths have two things in common. They take place in the early 1900s, and they rely on one guy pulling himself up by his bootstraps and prompting a hot dog empire. It's a myth we see a lot today, whether it's Bill Gates starting Microsoft out of a garage or Elon Musk doing, God, I've lost track of what weird lie he's telling right now. The reality is far more collective, with hot dogs developing out of the sausage traditions of German, Polish, Austrian, and Greek food traditions, becoming popular during the Great Depression for its affordability and being further refined by Industrial Revolution machinery. It's not very sexy, but it is very true. Every food story is also a labor story. The food stories we tell each other tend to skew personal or cultural. That's why every Food Network show you've ever watched with a fever opens with the chef telling you that this is a soup their grandma used to make. This is a hoagie their husband loved before he disappeared under mysterious circumstances one morning. This is the dessert that makes them feel closest to their country of origin from over a thousand miles away. But what I rarely see discussed is the labor involved in getting us those foods, labor that's often underpaid and overworked. This was one of the first major aspects of the hot dog that I rarely saw written about in jingoistic nostalgia pieces, but is just as relevant as the fuzzy feeling you get when you eat a hot dog with your family. The hot dog tells the story of class, of CEOs exploiting factory labor, busting unions, and discriminating against a majority poor and immigrant workforce, allegedly so that the product can remain cheap. There have been very little improvements in meatpacking factories since Upton Sinclair's The Jungle prompted changes in law toward animals and laborers in the early 1900s. Taking a look at the horrific, completely government and corporation-sanctioned conditions in which meatpacking employees were forced to expose themselves to COVID long before a vaccine was available completely turned my stomach while I was researching the book. And here's what they don't want to tell you. Working conditions don't have to be like this for the hot dog to remain affordable. What would be necessary is CEOs to be less predatory and greedy about their personal profits and allow the once-strong unions in the meatpacking sector to rebuild. There is an ethical and affordable way to consume a hot dog, but you'd never know it from the shamelessness with which most American companies treat their employees and animals. And finally, you need to toast the bun. This may be a polarizing take and may cause you to lose any respect and trust we've built over the course of this segment, but my God, if you are eating a hot dog, you gotta toast that bun. In my 200-plus hot dog journey across the country, I cannot overstate how many quality hot dogs were ruined by poor bun infrastructure. Especially if you're enjoying a regional make with a lot of toppings. Think the Chicago dog with the full salad on top or a good chili dog with a hefty serving. The very worst thing that can happen is for a soft, underprepared bun to turn to liquid gluten in your hands beneath a quality hot dog. Every vendor in the world can give themselves the gift of a superior hot dog and a happy customer with just a light toasting. I will and have gone to the mat on this issue. And you all need to face the fact that I am correct.
0: Well, there's a hot take on hot dogs. You gotta toast the buns, people. I know you probably don't come to this podcast for gourmet cooking tips like that, but we're full of surprises here at the Next Big Idea Daily. Tomorrow's surprise will come from our guest, science writer Amy Brady, who's written a book about another staple of the American summer ice. Putting a couple of cubes in your drink might seem like something we've done forever, but it turns out that the history of ice is full of twists and turns. Amy will share the story of Frederick Tudor, an early 19th century Bostonian who more or less invented the American ice industry and utterly transformed the way we eat, play, and live. For tons of surprising ideas, think about joining the Next Big Idea Club. Members get a curated selection of the best new nonfiction sent right to their door. You'll never run out of great stuff to read on the beach or wherever it is you find yourself this summer. Check it out at nextbigideaclub.com and use promo code DAILY for a special offer. I'm Michael Kavnet. See you tomorrow.